This call is being recorded. You are Locked On Browns, your daily podcast covering the Cleveland Browns, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good evening, everybody, for your packed auto insurance, Locked On Browns postgame show. 1916, your Brownies victory, victorious today over the Buffalo Bills. Local experts, Jeff Lloyd, Pete Smith, Browns Maven from SI.com for your daily delivery. Of all things, dog pound. Uh, Pete, let's look. Uh, quick synopsis. Nice blend of Kareem Hunt back to the fold. Oh, hey, that 81 guy. Nice to see you again. Uh, maybe sitting some people, not dressing them. Force you to tip your hand into playing your best personnel. Defense on a whole, what we had talked about. Keep Josh out in the uh, But offensively, uh, look. If you want to, I mean, there's no way to escape the disastrous eight for nothing at the goal line. But Pete, look, uh, moved the ball pretty constantly today. Got some points. Yes, left some yards on the field. Yes, left some points on the field. But we talked about this. They needed a win. A win's a win's a win's a win. Got it done today. Right. Uh, There are a lot of things you can complain about. And red zone, obviously, another, another factor uh that in this one that needs to be better but they were able to sort of fight through it keep going you know stay in the game and you know endure long enough to find their opportunity uh which you know is good i mean that's something they need to see i guess Uh, i think um that relentless pursuit and sort of having to fight your way all the way to the end even with as much talent as the browns have um, probably is the best thing that could happen for this team. Obviously, it would have been better if they, you know, got in the end zone on that first uh, red zone goal line opportunity, making it a two-score game. But having to fight it to the bitter end, having Baker Mayfield come up big, having Nick Chubb come up big, having Richard Higgins come up big at the end uh, may do more for this team in the long run, or at least you, you hope. Because it just, you know, reinforced the idea that they are more than capable of doing this. And that last drive was great. So, you know, they get a, a win against a team that at least record-wise was very good. They beat a coach that's very good. Uh, they beat, beat a – they won a game they had to win. Uh, and it's not because of, you know, they've got to fight their way back into it. They just need to win, you know none of the other stuff even matters right this second. It's just being able to stop walking through Berea, like, you know, henpecked the feeling like, you know, there's somebody else looking to blame you and just sort of being able to enjoy it for a second. So you can get back out there and get better, get working again, because you've got a quick turnaround on Thursday. Uh, normally the quick turnaround would wear you. I got to think at this point you're welcoming it because, you know, for the first time all season, you're probably feeling pretty good about yourself. Uh, you know, obviously Nick Chubb, again, just incredible effort, obviously well over 100 yards. You find a way to get Kareem Hunt involved, 11 carries, uh, seven yards. I mean, I'm sorry, 11 touches, seven yards a pop. Uh, played, looked like he was enthusiastic, Pete. Obviously, he looked like a guy who had missed the game, uh, was enjoying blocking on these outside runs for Nick Chubb. You saw him get fired up about some of the success Nick Chubb was was having. Good to get a piece like that. And maybe, you know, and we had talked about this, maybe there was just too much going on 
They decided to go with just their best guys today. Uh, Jarvis Landry, fantastic effort. The first touchdown catch, ridiculous. Uh, look, I mean, I don't know if that was in an Alabama LSU thing that led to the 15-yard penalty. Whatever it was, don't necessarily need it, but, you know, Hummin and, you know, Baker, no turnovers. Uh, obviously, found a way to get everybody involved. Harris, a big plan about, uh, you know, on a pick rub route. Well, rub route, I guess, if it's legal, pick if it's illegal. But Jarvis got that one right. Just a grand day. And Pete, for us, you know, Richard, our guy, and finally getting his number called there at the very end. Um, he's always good around that back part of the end zone. Always good in that respect. But it's, you know, the question is, how does it, how does it carry? You know, but obviously you take your feel all here. It's great that you go get to do this again in four days. Question is, can he carry it? Yeah, I hate the quick turnaround. Uh, I hate it because, you know, if Olivier Vernon, I, I don't know what his status is as far as like, you know, length of time, but let's say, you know, he might be back Sunday. He's probably not going to be back Thursday. So whoever you were out without, today you're probably without next week so i don't love that uh and and obviously you know nick chubb carried the ball a lot had to fight a lot of uh tacklers uh in this one absolutely that's not great on that short return round obviously having kareem hunt did provide some opportunities to sort of give them some diverse looks uh, they did some things in terms of blocking. They did some things in mis- terms of misdirection. They, they lined Kareem Hunt out wide, um, which was interesting, uh, given that you know we've been complaining they haven't been using the receivers enough, and they used Kareem outside a lot. Uh, but they, you know, as much as they did some window dressing type stuff, particularly on the play that ended up with uh, you know that bucket throw to Jarvis Landry that sort of set them up inside the red zone they did simplify things in certain respects and they did come back to a lot of things over and over and over again that they found some success with uh in, in that in a lot of out routes like immediate you know three-step drop out out route passes yep. uh to, to various guys so they they did some things that seemed like they were trying to make it a little bit simpler a, middle, a little bit more uh bread and butter type stuff which seemed to help, and they they were able to find some success. I mean, the the Richard Higgins play was fantastic. He, you know, they run what I would call triple uh, with a guy in the middle on the line with two two receivers out there. Uh, to the left, they isolate Richard Higgins to the right, and he just makes a great move. It looked like the corner tried to lunge to press him. He sort of paints under it, gets behind him. He's wide open. Baker Mayfield doesn't hesitate. And it's an easy-looking touchdown because of the great play there. Uh, and, and, you know, it was the only target he got. Certainly made it worth it. Um, but I think that a lot of things sort of – both the things you like about Freddie Kitchens and bad things you like – the things you don't like about Freddie Kitchens all came out there in that one moment, but it was still good uh, and hopefully ind- indicative of what's going to come uh, next like in the, in the coming weeks. I think one of the impressive things, Pete, for this, from the offensive side of it is, look, you know, Baker got hit a couple of times. With, you know, Nick Chubb, a lot of time scurrying for his life in the backfield. So this Buffalo Bills defense did what we knew they were capable of, but they were able to overcome it. And this really hasn't been anything that's gone on here over the last couple of weeks and some of these bad losses is 
you know, once the water, you know, essentially once the sieve is, you know, there as far as, you know, the opposing defenses and they find a way to crack it and the water starts falling through, you know, everybody usually just kind of drowns away. Today, that wasn't the case. You know, they were able to stick the course for the full 60 minutes. Yeah, uh, I mean, again, it, so much of this just comes down to this. This felt a lot like Freddie from last year, in some ways. Like the stuff we sort of liked about Freddie Kitchens last year is there's a, always seemed to be sort of a a wheels turning type mindset. Like there was this this sense that they were figuring things out. Um, as the game wore on to, to exploit some opportunities, the second halves tended to be better than the first halves in terms of some adjustments that were made that don't feel like they're being made as much this year, or at least it doesn't look that way based on performance. And it, you know, that last red zone opportunity, instead of getting, you know, tightened up, they, you know, they, they went wide uh, to sort of try to create some space. They run the ball the first time out of that, and then they come back to that that passing play, and that sort of felt like, you know, this is this is what this is what it's supposed to look like, um, and and that's that's positive. Like they're they're you know this doesn't fix everything. It's not a panacea for the Browns' problems, but there did feel like some growth. I thought Baker Mayfield looked a lot like he did last year. I feel like he's been yep. way better coming out of the bye week. Uh, he's starting to look like. A guy, you know, a dude. He's thrown one interception in three games. Uh, they've been much better protecting the football. They've been just smarter as a team. They still do some stuff that's just incredibly irritating, from calling empty in their own end zone uh, to to some of the play calls. I, I, you know, I thought some of the criticism was unwarranted. Like you put a million things in there for Kareem Hunt all these timing plays and then everybody throws a fit because they run that fly sweep uh, because initially it was ruled fumble when it was incomplete. And they're like, Oh, you can't do this. So he's only been in practicing for two weeks. Have you seen some of the stuff they were doing with him? Like all these kinds of crazy yep. throws on time on out routes and some of these immediate uh, plays that looked like they were right on, like there didn't seem to be an issue there, but the fly sweep, putting the ball literally right in the air, right in front of him was too much because he took it. When he took his eyes off it, it had nothing to do with reps or anything else. It was just, you know, a play that didn't work. So you got a lot of sort of the good feelings you had from last year without doing some of the, you know, just insane things they had been, or at least felt like insane things they had been doing um, much of much of this year early on. Like trick plays didn't feel like, you know, crazy plays. They felt like more reasonable plays and a lot of their trick plays weren't even trick plays or their, 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 their attempts to make splashes. I mean, their, their, their quote unquote trick of this game was that play that went to Jarvis Landry that where they had a, uh, you know, a unique formation. They ran motion. Uh, I thought Kareem Hunt was actually wide open on the right. I'd be curious to know what it looked like on the all 22. There's a guy over there or not when he went to that bucket throw, but that was really the biggest trick they made in this game and it was still focusing on finding a way to get the ball to their playmaker or one of their playmakers, as opposed to, you know, God bless him, Steve Carlson, fresh off the practice squad <laughs> and going in there. Uh, like it just felt so much more rational this game. 
a lot more concise. Uh, you know, I take that away from it, and you know, you know, hunt sprinkled in here. Um, and look, now this going further. I mean, it gives you, you know, in with whatever motions you want to look, whatever you know, jet sweep. I mean, you've got Odell, who you would trust in that. You've got Jarvis, you got Kareem, you got Nick. Um, you know, hopefully, you know, not that they were starving for playmakers before this, but hopefully, adding one more here and getting a win off of it, you know, makes you feel a little bit better. We'll get to a little bit more here in a second. But Pete, um, you know, look, anytime you got fourth and goal from the one. And you want to, you know, run a long developing run play by Chris Hubbard. By all means, that really, that, that sound logic. Uh, it drives me insane. Um, he's just not <laughs> physically powerful enough. Now, you know, again, this is one of those things where you have to be able to go back. <laughs> um, you have to go back and look at, you know, tape and see what they're doing. But I'm guessing that the Bills aren't stupid and they realize, holy crap, Joel Petonio and J.C. Treader are really good. We're going to put some extra resources there to try to make sure they're not going to kill us, and we're going to be able to count on the fact that we have enough talent, enough ability to get, you know, make plays when they have to, when they're basically forced to go the other way behind Wyatt Teller and Chris Hubbard. Um, I don't think it's 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 there's it's hard to defend that, but you can sort of understand how you can get into that situation. It's just that that comes down to me, my oh, extreme dislike for Chris Hubbard's play uh, and some of the things they were doing. It's just, it's difficult to do that when you are basically down to two linemen that you really believe in. It's yeah, it was, I mean, it was rough in that aspect and to keep four speed and, and then the eight tries and the, you can see the frustration from everybody, but look, overcame it and that's the most important thing because stuff like that has been basically the you know Achilles heel Achilles heel for them and basically just hamstrung them for the rest of the entire game and but today they were able to get past that Pete's gonna let you know all about the folks over at Blue Chew we'll get to the defensive side of the ball here as we keep rolling on through on your packed auto locked on Browns post game show yeah, I mean, you're coming off a big bronze victory against a a the Buffalo Bills, who are uh, red and blue. And uh, the often remarked today how full the stands were packed with red and blue. Uh, fortunately, the Browns were able to come out with a victory. But uh, you can take half that equation and go to Blue Chew, uh, blue like the color blue, and the Buffalo's Buffalo Bills blue that was in there today. Uh, Blue, Chew, Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients in Viagra. As Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. Uh, you can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. They'll take care of you in terms of making it easy to get discreet shipping, uh, discreet shipping as well as prescription. Uh, you can put in the locked on locked on for the promo code to uh, get you helped out on that end. And you can actually celebrate good news with the Browns today and uh, cap it off with, uh, with uh, something to make the, uh, the spouse happy so they can continue making you happy, uh, which, you know, in, in the case of Jeff, these are, these opportunities are about as rare as Browns wins have been the last couple of years. So you take them whenever they, whenever, they, whenever you get that chance. Uh, you know, rocking the once a month theme. No, it isn't the greatest thing in the world. But to the folks over at Blue Shoe, appreciate them always for their sponsorship of Lockdown Brands. Kick it over to the defensive side of the ball here. Um, 
you know, I, I don't, you know, there was some, I, I would say, bend but don't break to it. And that that's fine um, because you strain this course here as what they're doing. They've been forced to play a ton of refs the way the offense has been playing here for the last you know, five, six weeks. Um, did a good job for the most part containing Josh Allen. Pete, that first QB draw, I mean, I don't care who it is. The guy who was selling Miller lights in in the fit in the fifth section with his back to the field, even he saw that one coming. That one was obvious. Say that again. Sorry, I, the end of that cut off. The Josh Allen quarterback drawer. I mean, that one was oh, blatantly obvious. This, that one hurts. Yeah, I mean, some of the things they 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 were doing defensively were just confusing. Like they ran, you know, in that particular situation, they were running basically straight man, uh, and they had one backer in the line. Uh, one linebacker on the box. It was Joe Schobert, and basically the second the ball was snapped, he had to uh, go outside because that's where his his man was, and he ran run draw, and there was literally nobody left. Um, you know that would seem like an obvious place where you have to run zone, uh, make sure you have the ability to see the quarterback coming. But that's you know that's why they get paid too. Uh, they saw it, they recognized it, they made the right call. Um, but I think a lot of this highlights the issues the Browns have defensively where both safeties are a problem. Uh, Demarius Randall obviously made one really nice uh, play on the pass breakup, made a decent tackle on another. But, you know, there's something clearly lacking there when you're with Morgan Burnett and some of the other things going on that it, it's, you know, it, it becomes a major issue in some of those situations. And obviously, Mac Wilson's a rookie. He's, he's learning. There are some really good moments. There are some really – uh, bad moments where he gets exploited, uh, and that's part of the issue. And the other part is freaking I, I, Josh Allen is a big freaking dude, uh, and that's <laughs> why I call him Ronnie Brown. He, he's Ronnie Brown with a drop back uh, in that he goes forward, and it's really difficult to tackle him, as the Browns found out on a couple occasions where it felt like they were going to get sacks or tackles or whatever. And, you know, he, he, he was a load and, and drew through it. Now, when he's move, on the move and throwing, he is Ronnie Brown. It's, Ronnie Brown might be better. Uh, that was painful. But Josh Allen has a very limited skill set. He does a few things really well. And it was frustrating to see the Browns sort of get fooled by it. Uh, and the thing that kind of, like, told you about Allen was, you know, there was a run towards the sideline. And Mac Wilson absolutely laid a lick on him, a lick that most quarterbacks, that's it. The day is done. You go to the tent, whether or not your head is right or not, and your day is over. I mean, he got up pretty much like it was nothing. Uh, you complete the, uh, you know, the completion percentage, 22 out of 41. Pete, keeping him in the pocket, unless it's there and it's there quickly, he doesn't bring much. And the other thing, I know you were bringing this up during the game, is you know he doesn't throw well on the run for a guy who's a good athlete, which doesn't seem to add up because normally you think that would be, you know, the easier part. It would come with ease, but he doesn't. He's, you know, he's wildly inaccurate when he's on the move. He really looked like Drew Bledsoe with wheels. Um, he was, you know, he, he threw the hell out of the ball when he's able to drop back, set up and throw it. I mean, it, it looked like vintage Drew Bledsoe where the ball just explodes out of his hand and it, and it got through into some windows and some open spaces you know, it, with impressive velocity that got on the got on to the receivers before the front uh, defenders had a chance to really react. But then he tries to throw on the move, and it's like you're not sure which hand he's supposed to be throwing with. 
Uh, accuracy was awful. Mechanics were bad. Just just not much going on there. So it was either success in the pocket or if he's moved off his spot, he almost has to run because it's just it's so bad from that standpoint. So it, it just – if you could get any pressure – uh, then, then you know, it became a real issue. And I saw that, uh, you know, with, when Miles Garrett was able to chop him down a couple times, it, you know, he, he obviously was impacted, and that was sort of the same series with Mac Wilson was able to pop him out the sideline, which was even worse because the whole thing was a waste of time from Allen's standpoint because it was a holding call the Browns took. So he basically got a shot from Wilson for the, uh, for, for a play, he was going to go, have to go backwards 10 yards anyway, uh, which is, you know, important. And those things matter. So, I mean, I, I get Josh Allen does some things, but I was never afraid of Josh Allen winning that game. I was afraid the Browns defense, particularly Greedy Williams, uh, had a tough time in coverage on uh, making some of his reads. I was more worried about them faltering than I was necessarily the Bills beating them. Yeah, you bring up greedy, and it, it wasn't the greatest of days. Denzel Ward, though, however, er, you know, penalty earlier, early in the game, blatantly obvious, comes back, a couple of pass breakups. It, you know, it, it's a difference, I guess, maybe between greedy. I mean, Denzel here in year two, greedy in year one with a limited resume with the time missed. Um, a lot of times, greedy back to the ball. He did have one nice one today that probably. Should have been an interception, but, you know, veteran receiver, whether it's Beasley, you know, kind of having their way a little bit. You know, I know Beasley got carried two for a long one on third and uh, third and short. Um, you know, you see some of the growing pains when they're going against guys who've done it a little bit longer than they have. Yeah, the, 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 there's a lot to be said about experience, both it, and, and really this is for both teams. They're very young, a lot of those players, and they haven't really been in enough of these situations. So it's always valuable to sort of do that. And obviously getting, you know, an opportunity to go out and win on a last drive and then hold uh, the Bills out was, you know, important. Uh, you know, you got Austin Seibert, who's continuing to be impactful and, and great. Uh, missed the extra point that was way too long for an extra point. Uh, but uh he came through with that 47-yard field goal. Uh, you know, these, these kicks aren't even close to missing. They're, like, right down the middle, which is great. But those those reps, those opportunities to, to play in big-time situations are huge. They make it so the next time isn't as, as, uh, as sort of stressful. It, it becomes the norm. Uh, defensively, Miles Garrett, a couple of huge hits. You know, you barely get Allen down, just tries to show you, you know, just goes to show you, you know, literally taking the axe to the big old stinking tree. Pete, Chad Thomas, I, I was waiting for a flag because it looked like there was definitely a lot going on there. Chad Thomas found a way to do something. Sack number two. Uh, but all in all, I think the defensive line held their own uh, with at least keeping Allen in there, not, you know, creating enough an opportunity where he was able to, you know, basically run out the back door, run out the front door, so to speak. Um, so, you know, but in, like you said, no Vernon today, Vernon Thursday, we'll see where it goes, but you know, Hey, Chad Thomas did something today and hey, apparently he's on Denzel Ward's playlist for pregame. So there's that too. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I've watched the replay. I'm maybe I'm missing something. Miles Garrett 
chases that thing all the way around the arc, forces Josh <laughs> Allen into uh, Chris, uh, Chad, Chad Thomas's <clears throat> awaiting uh, head slap to take him down. I'm surprised they didn't call a penalty because it seems like every other t- opportun- uh, time it would be. I mean, Sheldon Richardson got called for less uh, last week, but he was there. I mean, he, he held his own. I mean, what's, what's irritating is uh, Chad Thomas uh, as a pass rusher is like a less impressive Emmanuel Agba uh, in that he sort of doesn't give up ground, but he doesn't really do much. Uh, he doesn't shed blocks particularly well. He, he he looks the part, but you're often less than satisfied with what he does. But he he made that play. I thought overall he was meh. Um, you know he's not only <laughs> win, and that's obviously that's obviously a, a a really difficult thing to step in and 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 change. But the problem is on the overall, they were able to shift a lot of protection to their left. And they were never terribly worried about it from the right side. And there were times that Josh Allen was able to sort of sit in the pocket, uh, sort of unencumbered. I wish more would have been done from the the, uh, defensive interior. Sheldon Richardson obviously had one critical play that forced a a holding, and he was able to sort of knock that ball out, which another sort of unbelievable circumstance that just goes against the Browns despite doing it right. But all I can say is I I can't wait for – Vernon to get healthy, and they really need to continue addressing the depth on this defensive line because they got limited, and you know that's just not what Chad Thomas does. And you can say, well, he's an okay run, you know, he's a good run defender. I, I don't even know if he's that, um, but he was in there, and they won. I mean, those two things happened. Well, second sack of the year, second time a quarterback kind of essentially kind of ran right into him or into his lap. But, hey, those plays count, too. We're going to get to a little bit more here on your Pax Auto. Locked on Browns postgame show, uh, Pete Smith, Jeff Floyd. Treat yourself to the meal you deserve and have your favorite restaurants come to you, whether it's franchise, whether it's local, with DoorDash. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app, whether on iTunes, whether on Google, and enter the promo code Locked On, all caps, no space. We appreciate DoorDash for the sponsorship here at the Locked On Network. And don't forget, you're probably paying way too much for your car insurance. But why pay for your car when you're not a cause coverages when you don't drive and control how much you save? That's savings on demand with Pact Insurance. You can find them at P-A-C-T-A-U-T-O.com, PactAuto.com. Download the app. Apply, get a, you know, find out whether or how much you can save, exactly how you can save using their easy to use app through Google, iPlay. Check all of it out. Appreciate all of our sponsors here at the LLPN. Pete, we talked yesterday about, you know, what would be the difference in winning? What would be the difference in looting, uh, losing? Uh, you found a way to get Kareem involved. You find a way, found a way to get the offense going here. And again, I'm going to go back to this, you know, is playing against Thursday night. The fact that you may be feeling good about yourself. Uh, you know, you found a way to get Odell involved. You found a way to get Jarvis involved. You, you took Rashard out of witness protection, albeit it was one, you know, one target, but for a target way to get a little bit involved again. And, you know, Nick as well. You kind of got all the moving parts sort of going here. You, you, you got to feel better going into this now Thursday night. Maybe it's better that it's not a week off. Because now, you know, you're going to go into the media and there's going to be questions about, you know, well, 
you know, is this who you are now? Is this not who you are now? What about these weeks? It's probably better to, you know, rip this one off kind of like a Band-Aid and get the hell back out here and do it again on Thursday night. If uh, for, for a guy like Kareem Hunt, I would say yes. Um, you know, again, this is one of those things where he hasn't played a, a ton of football in a year. I don't know how much he's taken in terms of contact in, in those couple weeks of practice where, you know, how, how fully acclimated he is. I'm assuming he is. Uh, but, you know, when you know, it's the difference. Those bumps and bruises are a little different the first time as opposed to, you know, the tenth time. Uh, and how quick you can recover. Uh, you know, the bigger issue for Hunt is his conditioning, not because he's, like, lazy or anything, but it's just different. Uh, football conditioning is a little bit different. But, yeah, I mean – Plus coming off the hernia surgery. Yeah, you, you uh, are a guy who got – you know, did a good amount of lead blocking, which I thought he did really well with. Um, looked willing, at least. Know, if anything, he looked like he wanted to do it. Yeah, well – I mean, whether he wanted to or not, there's definitely you know, some element of desperation there that you, you know, you don't have a, a ton of opportunities. But again, he did a, he did a nice job with it. He got 11 touches, um, which isn't a ton. I think he had a, a a a pretty sizable load on the day, just in terms of physical punishment. But if he and Chubb, obviously young, can bounce back because they're young, uh, that could you know be super important. Uh, short week. Steelers don't have a ton of time to adjust, especially now with what they're doing with those two back sets. Um, if they continue to do that, it, it may put a lot of stress on the Steelers to sort of try to deal with it because it, it you know, it, it's not, you know, when, when you change your offense that much, just in terms of what you're able to do, you know, you, you're not able to go off a ton of old game film, at least for that part of the game. And it becomes an opportunity you could potentially exploit get a defense off balance. Uh, and we had talked about this here with Pittsburgh going in this and, you know, you know, many a time, like, you know, this is where this division and where this kryptonite has been for this Browns team for many, many years. Uh, you, you know, the test of you is, you know, well, where are you on Pittsburgh's level? Um, you still have a chance here to get really clean and stay clean through the AFC North, which may be your only hope in calling card as Baltimore wins against today. Pittsburgh wins today. So, you know, it's great. I mean, you know, you've saved yourself. Um, You bought yourself a little bit more time here. Um, You got to answer this bell again in, you know, uh, 96 hours. But a a better overall feeling day, Pete. And, you know, look, Pittsburgh, you know, they played later. Uh, They're going to have to travel. Like you said, it's one game, and there's only so much you can do with three days of practice. You just got to go on a Thursday night saying, look, we're going to take most of what we did here today, see if we can run that out there, and it's going to work. Um, there isn't a cornerback on that Pittsburgh roster who's the player that Trey White is for some fun matchups today. But, you know, so quick, let's go get right back to it. Hopefully to the man, everybody's healthy. At least you have everybody you had today. And let's run this sucker back Thursday night. It's going to be a real question on whether or not uh, they're going to have they're, uh, they're going to have uh, their tailback back. Um, again, for the same reason, uh, you, you know, you uh, are without – you're likely going to be without Landry again. And, again, I don't know. You know, it's an AC uh, joint sprain. Yeah, you, you, with Vernon, you don't know how long he's going to be out. That's a little bit of a different situation than with, with Connor. 
uh, who's dealing with an AC uh, joint sprain in his shoulder. Uh, but nevertheless, the quick turnaround God knows, might He was a pain in the ass last year. Yeah, I mean, that might make it less likely that he's able to come back, which obviously would be good for the Browns. I mean, the game today was just frustrating to watch because, you know, it just every time uh, the Rams had an opportunity, they just seemed to, to just waste it. Uh, not to mention the ball happens to bounce just magically well for the Steelers, uh, as it always has for the past four decades. And that the split second that Josh Allen, uh, you know, gets the ball out when Miles Garrett hits him, it's an incomplete pass versus when, you know, they get Jared Goff doing it, it's a fumble and ultimately a free touchdown uh, that, you know, obviously makes the big difference in the game. That uh, that's, that's irritating, and, and that's why I hate that team, um, because it just seems to work out for them. But, you know, they, they get a win at home against the Rams, who uh, their offensive line is really giving them a lot of problems. Their, their offense is just not clicking right. And the Steelers now find themselves at 5-4, and four, uh, with Micah Fitzpatrick just absolutely dominating, uh, as well as T.J. Watt, who's been great. Um, you have those guys coming in, and that's, obviously a big disadvantage uh, for them, but maybe they, you know, the Browns, both teams had sort of a long, drawn out, tough game. You know, we'll see who's able to sort of turn around quicker and recover. Uh, Hopefully you'll, you know, you think that, uh, you know, having the uh, home game in that one should help you. And the fact that Pittsburgh played the later game today, you know, all stuff, you you know, pointing to it. Um, Positive day, and look, that's what everybody needed. Uh, the coaching staff, obviously the front office, the players themselves. You get to do it again here quickly. Uh, we're going to file it back. I mean, we're going to flow through this quickly here. Uh, you know, PFF show. We'll get a mailbag in show with Pete. You know, obviously the uh, crossover episode, pregame show. I mean, these stuff's going to come real rapid fire, you know, on the Sunday to Thursday turnaround. Uh, but we'll have you guys covered in every aspect like we always do. We'll give you the best best of our content that we possibly can. Pete, uh, Browns Maven, what's been up? Uh, so, obviously, covering the, the, the game today, the, the very mysterious, yet-to-be-explained, healthy scratch of Antonio Calloway, I don't think that's going to go well. Um, that – uh, you know, an article from Sean Stevens is talking about the rookie uh, punter and kicker. Uh, but yeah, it, it, the Browns win, and there's this big old ball hanging out there that has to be figured out. And if it's as bad as you know, if it's it, I should say, if it's bad, this may be the end of Antonio Callaway in a Browns uniform. I you know I, I don't know, but they, apparently, according to Baker Mayfield, had him in the game plan, healthy scratch, quote things happen, unquote, it doesn't sound good. It it doesn't. And look, when you were carrying seven wide receivers and you have two wide receivers that can somehow help you in your fourth and fifth guys and Ratley and Hodge like it was today, but can contribute in special teams. And if anything, they know their assignments in Callaway's history, and it's there's a lot to it. Two uh, drops. Uh, check out everything, you know, uh, Browns Maven through SI.com. Follow Browns Maven on Twitter at underscore Pete Smith underscore on Twitter. The show itself at Locked On Browns, all lowercase. 
DMs open. Hit me with whatever you guys got. I do my best to return it for those of you who are kind of social media shy, which is fine. Me personally, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Follow back. Uh, I'm sorry. DMs are open over there. You know, throw a follow to that account. Uh, you know, anything you guys need, do my best to try to help you out here. If you guys are going to give us your time, well, I'll do my best to give you my time. Uh, and with that, look, we're going to roll it back here. You know, I don't know if you're going to get sick of us or not. Maybe you will. But, I mean, this stuff's going to get pounded out here over the next few days because we have a lot to do before we start to sit down and kick this off on Thursday night at 8.15. So with that, we're going to put a bow on this one. Uh, Jeff Floyd, Pete Smith, this has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LOB. Let's go Browns.